Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. Yes. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. He's got a uh, Zen pouch from my man Greg Price. Look at that. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an alpha male. Look at that. I yeah. love it. Yeah, you gotta. Are you gonna go upper or lower? With uh, it? What do you recommend? Upper, upper deck, lower deck. You gotta throw an upper deck. Throw an, all right, I'm gonna try this. All right, let's see it. Here we go. Get, nothing will get the kid. Why be able to talk? Welcome to the show. We're live at Radio Row on CPAC. It's a little tricky, but I can uh, I can do. It. I'll take it out for now. I'll do it on commercial break. All right, welcome to the show. We are live at CPAC. It's me, Rich Zioli, with you. Uh, what an amazing day here so far. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. I'm excited because one of my favorite people on social media, Greg Price is here. My man. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. It's good to be with you. It's great to see uh, some Philly representation yeah, at CPAC. You, you are a Philly guy. Yeah, I grew up. Uh, I was born in Northeast and grew up in Bucks County, just outside the city. Great to see Philadelphia people in, D- in, in the D.C. area today for this event. And just so you understand, I mean, in terms of social media influence, Greg Price, whose Twitter bio, which I absolutely love, this guy gives us more content for the show than I could ever possibly imagine. Uh, with 350,000 followers, God is real and dudes rock, Philly guy, comms for at SFC Network. We'll talk about that. Uh, how do you, I mean, you come up with great audio clips and video clips. We're using them throughout the show, throughout the day. How do you do it? Yeah, a lot of uh, producers for TV and radio tell me that I'm like a lifesaver to yeah, you them, are, not to toot my own horn. But, I mean, I started uh, at the Daily Caller. That was my first job in, in media and politics. And, you know, back then, I started tweeting clips from the Daily Caller Twitter account, trying to be first to breaking news and yeah. all of that stuff. And it was something that was really successful for the Daily Caller. And we, you know, boosted them on social media a lot just by doing that. And then... When I left, I just started doing it from my own account, and 
you know, it turned, you know, I've, it's been a couple years now and it's, it's turned into a pretty big thing where, you know, it's the, you know, I have a, a lot of friends who do, do it too with the clips and it's always, we, we always joke how it's a race to be first to all of them. And, uh, you know, it's, it's fun. And, you know, I, when you're breaking a story, it gets addicting. The, the endorphins go when, when, you, yeah. when you're first to something. And so I love doing it. And it's really important because you expose, you know, the, the left, but just by using their own words against them. And people get really mad at me for doing it. Um, but, you know, it's your own words that I'm just putting out there and that, and that people are seeing for themselves. Now, there was a big scandal because uh, President Trump shoved a guy at Mar-a-Lago, shoved him in such a rude, rude manner. But as Greg Price points out on Twitter, it was actually not a shove uh, in any way, shape, or form. It was a it was a pat. It was a yeah, pat. it was my friend Garrett Ventry. He's a great guy. Uh, he just he took a selfie with Trump and he patted him on the back. And all of these liberal accounts are like, Donald Trump just bodied some guy at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> it was so strange. It was uh, people will believe anything on the internet, I guess. Well, they want him, they want to vilify him so bad. So you know, it's like it's like going like this, literally, and then they go, "Oh my God, he body slammed them. Look at these violence, you know." That's you know, all these people, yeah, completely ridiculous. <laughs> what do you think of CPAC so far? Yeah, CPAC's always a great event every year. That th- this is my seventh time coming for the last seven years, and. You know, the great thing about CPAC every year, you know, for, you got the presentations, which is all really important. All the biggest names in the conservative movement are here, and it's always interesting to hear what they have to say. The, you know, the other, I think the more important aspect of CPAC, though, is just the networking and the, the social aspect. Like, I came for the first time as a college student who wanted to work in conservative politics and conservative media, and CPAC was really kind of, it was a big way of how I got my foot in the door. You know, you come here and you network with people you meet people from all over the country who are a part of the movement and that's how that's how you can get involved and if you're if you're a college student right now going to one of these types of events whether it's CPAC whether it's a turning point event or any of these other things big networking opportunities if that's what you want to make your career out of now the left has a narrative that young people are not conservative and they never will be conservative until they're 35 or 40 how old are you I'm 26 26 years old I see a lot of young people here there's a ton of young people here yeah, yeah. There's always young people at CPAC. They really make an effort to get a lot of college students here. I'm pretty sure it's for, the tickets are free for college. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure when I went, the tickets were free for college students. And yeah, it's really important to reach out to the next generation and to make to give them the right ideas. Because as we've seen in all these elections, young people have tended to vote Democrat in elections, and I think you know that's something we really need to fix. We really need to you know, go to people who are part of Gen Z like I am and speak to the issues that they're passionate about and tell them the truth about their country, tell them the truth about how evil and corrupt their government is. I think, you know, especially young men are very impressionable these days, and I think they react to conservative ideas very well. Greg Price, your the videos, the clips, all the stuff that you show on social media, I, I mean, that's how we're reaching people nowadays. We, we have to. We need to do that. Do you think that the conservative movement, the Republican Party in general, is doing enough of that? No, not even close to doing enough of it. I think, you know, I think we're really bad at, at reaching, uh, you know, Gen Z. And it's, uh, it shows in the way that they vote, right? You know, yeah. they, they vote overwhelmingly Democrat. And I think that, you know, we really need to change our approach. It's why I'm, I also use TikTok a lot because, you know, we talk about how it's, you know, obviously owned by China and that's a real problem. But that's where all the young people are these days is on TikTok more so than, than X and more so than Instagram. And I think even... 
if, if you don't work in the government and you don't have the security risks, it's important for conservative voices to use it. That's why I do it. You know, the other point on TikTok, too, and Senator Rand Paul made, made a great thing, a great point on this. He said, if we ban TikTok, we're going to lose an entire generation of potential voters. Like, we're just going to say goodbye to them if we ban TikTok. I mean, I think banning TikTok is one of the dumbest ideas ever. It really, it's a ban, like to ban an app is stupid. I understand. Ban it for government employees. You know, don't, don't let them, they work at the Pentagon. Fine. Don't let them use it. Although the president uses TikTok, but you know, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> but it does not make sense to ban this app. No, it, it doesn't for a variety of reasons. Chief among them being, it's not the only very popular app owned by China. Um, you know, there's other, there's an app called Timu, which is a shopping app and Shine. They're both shopping apps, both owned by China. Both are higher on the app store than TikTok, as well as another one, CapCut, which is a video editing app owned by the same parent company that owns TikTok. Mm -hmm. And we're, nobody's ever talked about banning those. TikTok has been in the crosshairs. And the reason is because there's, there's a lot of lobbying money from Meta and from other, from all of TikTok's competitors to get the government to do it. The other reason that I think it's a, it's not exactly the best idea is because you know, if you ban this one app, another app is going to inevitably replace right. it, whether it's owned by China or not. And so, you know, it's, it's, I think, heart, you know, we obviously want to take on China, but I think a better idea is what we really need in America is a comprehensive data privacy law that applies to every app, social media app, not just TikTok. Mm -hmm. You know, I think making, making, we don't have that in our country right now. And I think data privacy is really something that, that something that could be bipartisan in Congress. I think this is, these are things that Republicans and Democrats could really agree on. Yeah, we actually have a clip we're going to play later in the show from John Stossel. Uh, the great John Sasso at Reason talking about how your phone is spying on you. It's not just TikTok. I mean, all these apps, Google Maps, Google Chrome, I mean, all these things are spying on you. Uh, but yeah, that's the one that gets the most attention. And you're right, because of the lobbying money from the competitors. What about now, I mean, in terms of mail-in balloting, mail-in voting, you're Pennsylvania. Uh, we got to win Pennsylvania in 2024. It's essential. I still think the Republican Party is not embracing mail-in balloting and early voting in general. They need to do this. It's got to be, they just got to get over it and embrace it because the Democrats are ballot harvesting, man, and that's not going to change. And I look, I know we would love to just have mail-in, you know, like we go to the polling place that day with a pen and a paper, but it's not going to happen. No, the reality is unless you can, you have the power to change laws in order, in order and pass actual election integrity laws, you have to work within the confines of what you're given. And I think especially in Pennsylvania, we have not done a good job of that. Um, you know, we just had that special election in Bucks County yep. um, and only they only had 500 mail-in ballots for the Republican in comparison to like 3,000 for the Democrat and we got smoked because of it. The same thing was true in the Supreme Court race from last November. The Democrat vastly overperformed the Republican with mail-in ballots and we lost a Supreme Court seat in probably in what is the most crucial swing state in America. And I think, especially in Pennsylvania, we really need to start embracing early voting. We need to put a lot of money into ballot harvesting in places where it's legal, because if not, we're going to keep losing elections. And it's not like we can't do this. You know, you look at a state like California, where in from like 1990 until 2020, Republicans had never flipped a house race in California from from Democrat to Republican, and then in 2020 they flipped five of them because they finally embraced ballot harvesting, so much so that the Attorney General of California sued them to try and stop them from ballot harvesting. Right. And so, yeah, it's something we really are not doing a good job of in Pennsylvania, and something that the PA, GOP, and the RNC needs to get behind. Greg Price is with me. He's a must-follow on, on social media. This guy is the man. He does so much great work for us. 
exposing the left and bringing great audio clips to the show. We really owe him a great debt of gratitude. Uh, you are really uh, deeply involved with the State Freedom Caucus Network. You're the comms guy for them. Talk to me about that group. Yeah, so clips are not my full-time job. You know, I can't make a full-time. So, I, yeah, I were, so basically we're building the Freedom Caucus in states is what, is what we're doing with the State Freedom Caucus Network. It's a very new project. I've been there for a year now. It's only two years old. And we're in 11 states right now where basically we're taking lawmakers and we're building the House Freedom Caucus in these states. Good. Pennsylvania is a state where we have a Freedom Caucus, too, which they do a fantastic job. Don Kiefer from York is our chairwoman. And Aaron Bernstein is another one. We have lots of great people in the Pennsylvania Freedom Caucus. Because and it's important because, you know, national politics gets most, of the, most, if not all, of the attention these days. But the reality is what happens in your state affects your life a whole lot more and is in many ways a lot more important because, you know, the federal government is getting more authoritarian by the day and is taking away our rights. And the last line of defense against that is going to be the states. And the reality of the situation is that many states, especially red states, are not as conservative as they should be. They have lawmakers that are not governing conservative. And people, b before you know, we formed these Freedom Caucuses, were shocked to find out what's going on in their own backyard. And just to give you an example, in Wyoming recently, you know, we have a Freedom Caucus in Wyoming. It's a state that Donald Trump won by a greater percentage in 2020 than any other. And in this session, you have Republicans that are voting against defining a woman in state law as a woman. You have Republicans that are voting against school choice. You have Republicans that are voting against all of these, what should be common sense, maybe not conservative, but just common sense yeah. bills. But they're not doing it because Democrats are running as Republicans in these places and getting elected. And this is a systemic problem all over the country. And that's what we're trying to fix by expanding the Freedom Caucus there. I think it's brilliant. I'm so glad you're doing it. I think it's great. Uh, narrative. You know, as we think about, for example, Julian Assange, right? And I, I want to make sure that Julian Assange is not prosecuted. I think it's an assault on freedom. The idea that the government can decide who is a journalist and who isn't. In my opinion, you're a journalist, Greg Price. I, I, I view you as one. You don't need a license. You shouldn't have to be recognized by the government to be one. Think of all the narratives that guys like you have helped expose. The, uh, the pipe bomb narrative, right? The January 6th pipe bomb narrative for, for, for a great example, right? Falling apart. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what's happening to Julian Assange is a disgrace. Like, the guy is has been on, he, he had to hide in the Ecuadorian embassy for a decade, and he's had to run from the law since 2010 when he exposed uh, you how America was gu gunning down civilians in Iraq and exposing, you know, all the problems with the Iraq and Afghanistan war. He's been on the run for decades for doing journalism, for reporting things that were leaked to him. And it's it's crazy, and he's probably going to be extradited to America and is probably going to die in prison for it for doing journalism. And, you know, it's it's awful. And you're right where, you know, because the media is such crap, the corporate media yep. specifically, and they don't they only tell one side of the story and they won't investigate the other. You know, citizen journalism has become, I think, one of the most important things in America. And I think you know, it's, you know, electing Republicans is important. And I think the most important thing that conservatives can fund these days is actual journalism that is taking on the other side in a way that corporate media won't. Um, and that's, you know, thank Elon buying Twitter, I think was one of the best things that ever happened for journalism, because now you can tell the other side of the story on X without, you know, the fear of being banned. And there's so many good citizen journalists out there. Many of many of them are at CPAC right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it's really important because, you, you know, if you have a phone in your pocket with social media, you can affect narratives in ways that rival the power of corporate media. And so, you know, I love doing it. And I'm really glad that we have 
you know, many great ones doing it as well. Listen, my man, keep up the great work. Philly's own Greg Price. Thank you, brother. I appreciate your time today, man. Awesome. It's keep great to be here. Keep up the good work, all right? Appreciate you got to come back on the show more. We got to get you on. I'll be on whenever you want, man. DeSantis said he emailed you, but it just got returned. I don't know, some generic. We got to get the real deal. We won't give it away on the air, but <laughs> I think it's Greg Price loves in at gmail.com. I think you wrote it out. You're not using Gmail. Who are we kidding? Come on, right? We got to get this man as a regular. He's he's Philly's own. I agree. We're proud of him. Great. Yeah, we got. So. I think the first Philly spring training game is this week, right? Yeah, it, it's, and I'm going down there in March. I'm so excited. I'm taking my son and my dad. It's gonna be great. That's we're, awesome. We're, we're gonna do okay this year, I think. Right? I, I mean, we have basically the same team minus Reese, and yeah. Reese didn't even play last year. So right, just gotta not blow it in the in the, in the NLCS again. <laughs> but just not blow it for once. Yeah, okay? I know. Well, yeah, that's a tough <laughs> ask for our teams, unfortunately. <laughs> Greg Price, thank you, buddy. Follow Greg Price on Twitter. It's essential that you do. He's the man. Greg underscore Price 11. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Uh, we are live at CPAC on Radio Row. We got Matt and Mercedes Schlapp stopping by. We got some great guests. We got a big guest coming up at 6 o'clock tonight. I won't tell you who it is, but uh, this person is on the Veep shortlist. So we got a big show, and I'm glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Whenever we do these shows, we always get... Interesting people that stop by, and it's always kind of a mystery and who's going to come by. Um, but the one thing I want to make sure is that you also get the news of the day, because there's a lot of it out there, and I want to make sure that we can bring it to you, and we will throughout the course of the show. Henry's back in the studio. DeSantis is with me here live at CPAC. Uh, he had to drive back to Philly yesterday because the equipment that we brought wasn't working. But the equipment's working now, and that's a good thing. So we're glad. All right, let's start with some of that wonderful audio that we have for you from today's show. And this is the big story of the day today, brought to you by my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, venariadental.com. Go see him today for your perfect smile. Uh, first of all, the question, of course, of whether or not, and this is, I should mention, CPAC is really, truly Trump country. There's no Nikki Haley presence here. Uh, the Republican Party is solidly behind Trump. You can, you can see that here. One of the big things, and I'm going to talk to Congressman Scott Perry about it a little bit later, Biden is once again completely breaking the law. So, Henry, cue up cut number three for me. Completely breaking the law. The United States Supreme Court came out and said you cannot just unilaterally cancel student loan debt. They said this. The Democrats are always screaming that Biden's a dictator and Biden's going to take over America and blah, 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 blah. What dictators do is they, they, they defy the courts. They don't listen to the courts. The Supreme Court tells them something, and the, the dictator says, I'll do whatever the hell I want. You've made your opinion. Now let's see you enforce it. And that's exactly what Biden's doing with the student loan debt. And it's a payoff. It's a bribe. In the old days, we used to have to have bags of cash. You know, you, have to, you had to give away street money or cigarettes or both to get people's votes. Now they just send you government money. And of course, this is going to mostly elite kids in the suburbs of Philadelphia, for example, and their families, and it's a bribe and it's a payoff. Here's Joe Biden announcing that he is defying the United States Supreme Court once again, cut number three. Under my save plan, we're cutting in half to 5% the undergraduate borrowers, what undergraduate borrowers have to pay after their living expenses are accounted for. That means no one with an undergraduate loan, whether it's a community college or a four-year college, will have to pay more than 5% of their discretionary income to repay those loans starting in July. And that's income after you pay for necessities like food and housing. Already 7.5 million Americans have enrolled in this so-called SAVE plan. 
and there's more than four million of those bars had their monthly payments dropped to zero if they're living paycheck to paycheck below a First certain of all, level. He sounds like he's half asleep. This plan is the most one. generous I mean, repayment uh, program. Let's, stop it! I can't. This is. He sounds like he's on lithium or Valium or maybe both. I don't know. Give the guy some Metamucil and call it a day. All right, call it a freaking day. I've had a number of conversations with people here at CPAC whether or not Biden's going to be the nominee. And overwhelmingly, people agree with my analysis that Biden is not going to be the nominee. He will be out. He will be pushed out. The other thing is, too, is that I have a poll going on Twitter right now. This is your chance to weigh in on this. This is the only show history right now. So this is your chance if you want to be part of something. We are about to make, Matt DeSantis, the greatest summer blockbuster movie that has ever been made. Another Zioli blockbuster? Yeah, but this one, you know, the, it came out yesterday that Biden's dog commander bit like 125 Secret Service agents or something. I saw that, yeah. It's, a, it's actually a really big deal because, as Jonathan Turley points out, this is not just a laughing matter. I mean, it's funny, but this is a real problem for workplace safety and for accountability and everything else. But nevertheless, I don't care about all that. I care about making money with my movie. So the question is, and here's the poll on Twitter right now, which movie title do you like better? Now, a buddy of mine in the Philadelphia Police Department pointed out something. Commander is only biting Secret Service agents. So he's only biting cops. So he hates the police. He's a defund the police dog. You've heard of police dogs. He's a defund the police dog. So he obviously got some of Hunter's cocaine or sawdust sniffed it, and started biting people. The question is, which movie title do you like better? Cocaine White House Dog or Defund the Police Dog? All right, your chance to vote right now on Twitter is live. Your chance to weigh in on Zioli Show History. Do you like Cocaine White House Dog or Defund the Police dot, 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 dog, exclamation mark? All right, so weigh in on that. Just uh, I just retweeted it for you. The poll is open. Right now, Cocaine White House Dog has a huge lead over Defund the Police Dog. I voted for Defund the Police Dog. I Thank think that's you. the better title. And that's how you got to say it. Defund the Police Dog. <laughs> the that's how you got to say it, right? That's how you got to say it. All right, we got a big show for you live from CPAC. We are on Radio Row. It is the 2024 Conservative Political Action Conference. Great people stopping by. A lot of fun. A lot of inside scoop on the state of the 2024 race. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Don't go away. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Zioli Show. On your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All right, we are back. We are live at Talk Radio 1210 WPHT live on CPAC Row, Radio Row. Thank you for being here today. We got a lot of great stuff going on. We got a lot of good people and uh, a lot of great guests coming up, too, including Madame Mercedes Schlapp, who should be stopping by very soon. Some surprises for you and unpredictability because CPAC is always unpredictable, and that's the beautiful part about it. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli if you want to weigh in today during the show. Uh, again, the question on the floor is cocaine White House dog or defund the police dot 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 dog exclamation mark. You know, like, like this dog is out there to try to defund the police by biting cops. All right, so those are your options for the day and that's what we got. Uh, the dumbest thing that I've read of my entire life is in today's show prep and it's titled Donald Trump's sneaker stunt stole from the black culture he's vilified. It's an actual article, it's an actual opinion piece in the Philadelphia Inquirer today showing you what pure trash that paper really is sometimes. And the tacky gold kicks with red bottoms, which, by the way, sold out. Uh, they're now, they're now uh, banging Trump for appropriating black culture. Because I guess, what, only, what uh, only black people wear sneakers? Is that what it is? And in the article, they also write how black people benefited from slavery, uh, some say, and black history is not American history, they argue. I mean, it's all the usual lies that they're saying, all the lies. But you know what they're so upset about? They're so upset that they just cannot bring him down. So now they're going after him for appropriating black culture. I kid you not. What, what that really shows you, though, is what we've been talking about for a long time, which is that Trump is doing better with the black community right now than any Republican has before. And what's even worse for Joe Biden is not even just the fact that Donald Trump's doing really, really well. It's the fact that Joe Biden is doing so badly with the black voters and brown voters, as the media calls them. They may just stay home. They may just stay home and not vote for him. And that's a real problem for for the Democrats and for Joe Biden. Uh, CBS, the, uh, the company that is part of the corporate media... They fired the one true journalist left of the big three networks, ABC, CBS, and NBC. They fired Catherine Herridge last week. And here's something they did that's even worse and even more vile. They seized her files. And this is getting a ton of blowback, as you can imagine. Over at the Hill, Fox News contributor and George Washington University Law School professor Jonathan Turley dropped a bombshell about this month's layoffs at CBS News that the network seized the files of Catherine Herridge, who was sadly one of the only correspondents who was actually doing her job as being a reporter and being a journalist. And it's outrageous what happened. It really is. It's outrageous. It's not surprising. It's just outrageous. 
But CBS officials took the unusual step of seizing her files, computers and records, including information on privileged sources. That's what happened. CBS informed her that it would decide what, if anything, would be done, would be turned over to her, presumably including confidential material from both her stints at Fox and CBS. And this is outrageous, what's happened to Catherine Herridge. But it's not, like I said, it's not surprising. It is, there's Matt right there, if we want to, excuse me, guys, we have a guest coming up here. Pardon us, excuse me. Let's bring in uh, Matt Schlapp here, the man himself. How are you? Matt, how you doing? Rich Zioli, pleasure to see you again. How you been? All right, welcome to the show. Matt, of course, is the man at CPAC. We are on. Here's some headphones for us. So you can drown out the crowd noise in the back. Congratulations on an incredibly successful CPAC. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's great. It's awesome. Uh, you know, CPAC has uh, always been uh, in D.C. until they started locking us down and shutting us right. down. And we started going into red states, and everybody really liked that. And then we came back for a couple of years back here at the Gaylord. And I think, you know... People know they got to take back their, their capital city, but they just don't love being in these blue areas. And so we were very gratified when the ticket sales were off the charts and we yeah. sold out of all these categories and the rooms are all gone and people are pumped. That's good. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. It's great. And how's Mercedes doing? She's awesome. She's around here somewhere. Good. She might have taken a nap this afternoon, but oh. don't tell anyone, okay? No, just between She's us. She's a little tired. Nobody knows but us. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I think it. she got up at 4 a.m., so she's a I little heard tired. That. Yeah, yeah, I heard she was doing morning hits Yeah, this she was doing morning radio. Yeah. Uh, the theme this year is, among others, smashing globalism. I That's love right. it. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that would have been faster. <laughs> we said where globalism goes to die. Smashing globalism. See, I always get so discouraged. I guess it's a digital screen. We could change it. Well, I, I mean, where, digital, where globalism goes to die is a good, is a good title. Good I'm too. not trying to take away from it. but You know, we came up with the theme because uh, I was doing TV, and they said, well, what do you think this CPAC is about? And it just kind of came out of my mouth, and then my wife goes, oh, wow, that's a theme. Yeah. And I find that that's what themes should be, something that's just like how you answer an important question. And, um, you know, the conservative movement is interesting. We, we have a lot of language and lingo that we've learned over the years. It doesn't always mean that much to people. And, uh, and it's really important for a guy my age with a lot of white hair to kind of rethink <laughs> what words really impact people. And I think people have come to really hate these globalists. I do, too. And I think we're tired of seeing our money going overseas. Yes. I think we're tired of seeing that as the borders wide open <clears throat> in particular. I really yeah. do. Yeah, I think the... Um, you know, Steve Bannon was at our international summit the other day, and he said, you know, we're not isolationists. We're nationalists. And there, there is a difference. It gets, it gets portrayed as the fact that we don't, it's like a middle finger to the rest of the world. It's not right. Uh, we do more work diplomatically than probably any group does. I uh, think uh, Mercedes is, is that Mercedes the wife. right there. There yeah. she is. Hi, Mercy. Hello, Mercedes She's, Schlapp. Uh, Come on. Can you join us? We'd love to have you on. Lap. Say hello. Like, we're doing a joint interview. This is now. Oh, this is great. <laughs> love, we got to get some pictures here, Matt DeSantis. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, Mercedes Schlapp. Hello. How you doing? I'm fine. How, how are was you? Your, how was your afternoon nap? Uh, well, um... I, they told me I had to come down for an interview, but apparently you're here, so you took my place. <laughs> so obviously oh, is this your not, interview? I, yes, I think it said Mercedes Schlapp, but I could be wrong. I demanded both of you, so, oh, you know, I mean, okay. we're Philadelphia, so okay. we get whatever we want, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, come on. Really, yeah, you get also excess votes somewhere along the line. <laughs> yeah, boxes of them. Boxes the, of them. Dead people do vote in Philadelphia. Uh, it's a tradition every Halloween. Uh, how are we looking for Pennsylvania in 2024, you, you think? Know, you know, I'm worried good? about Pennsylvania. Are you? Uh, I think you have a great candidate in Dave McCormick for the Senate. Mm -hmm. I think you have a perfectly terrible governor. Yep. Um, you know, uh, I was uh, spun up to this idea that maybe Republicans had a chance to win the governor last time. 
And, you know, we didn't. And the consequences are severe because when we lose these states, they go right after election law first. Have you noticed that? Yep. Why is that? Yep. They do that because they cheat better. They know how to return ballots. I keep saying it for them, it's one ballot, one vote. If a ballot's printed, it gets voted. For us, we believe the person should vote. Mm -hmm. And if the laws continue to be soft and continue to allow this fraud, it's going to be very hard. But I think Dave's got a real shot. And I think Donald Trump has a real shot. But I'm just worried about Pennsylvania generally, you know. Almost everywhere we go in Pennsylvania, the people are wonderful. But Gosh, Philadelphia I, and Pittsburgh are rough. I, we did the campaigning for Doug Mastriano back, like, like, is it two years ago? I'm yeah. like so behind the times. It was, uh, and you have this sense of like, Pennsylvania is Republican. I don't get it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, you know, Dr. Oz loses, Mastriano. It was such a horrible defeat. And then yeah. Josh Shapiro is... They have a very tight control there. And what's interesting to watch is Senator Fetterman, he's been actually, you're like, what's going on with him? All of a sudden, he's like, well, I'm pro-Israel, you know? It's something yeah. that you wouldn't Well, I think he thought. came out of his coma or whatever he was in. <laughs> the fog has lifted a little bit. He's made sense two it, or three times. But well, what if it what if it's his body double? I mean, the body double, oh, like in the movie Dave, you yeah. know, might have just oh, taken over. That could taken be over it. the policies. Yeah. It's possible, right? Can you imagine Anything being the body double to... <laughs> Wouldn't you rather be the body double to someone that, like, looks half good? I don't know. That'd be a rough <laughs> no, job. I do have to say, though, Philadelphia, it, it, what I mean, with the crime that's there, yeah. you would think that people would wake up and say, we can't keep going with these Democrat policies. But they just, the cities seem to be dominating, you know, the well, vote there, well, which is just... It's tough. It's tough for Republicans. The mayor who's elected, Sherelle Parker, uh, Mercedes Schlapp, as you know, I mean, she, she ran on a, a tough-on-crime platform. She's right. standing with the police. So I think things may be in that capacity changing. But it's the suburbs that scare me because a lot of these suburban voters just don't get it. But I think, you know, the sense that I'm getting from people as I talk to them is they're really tired of the woke curriculum in schools. Yes. They're, they're tired of all that happening. Parents who might have voted for Biden in 2020 because they didn't like Trump's mean tweets, and now they're paying, you know, $9 for a dozen eggs. They're like, give me mean tweets, please. I miss mean tweets. I agree. I think, you know, the, the it's interesting. So whenever I debate a Democrat on the economy, they're like, but the macro, the metrics, it, it all looks so <laughs> great. The macroeconomics. And then all of a sudden it's, no, wait a second, like, I really can't afford to go to the grocery store. It's too much money. Yeah. I can't afford gas. And there's something about the fact, that, and they're very concerned about the instability in the whole globe. And when they look at Joe Biden and that weakness that he portrays, I think they're, again, I prefer the mean tweets. I prefer someone who's going to be tough on Russia, tough on Iran. It's, it's, it, it is a bit of a wake-up wake up call there that we need to do better in Pennsylvania. There is no question that it was a huge disappointment in 2020 and I think the 2022 and I think the big thing will be can Donald Trump rekindle that connection with the people of Pennsylvania I got the first couple of CPAC with me Madam Mercedes Schlapp this is awesome thank you guys for coming by uh, you know the media again with their nonsense about how Trump is a Russian agent don't you think Russia should ask for their money back yeah he's been a terrible I mean, done a terrible job for them so it? do you think Putin and Trump got on the phone and said okay I think you should be for Biden yeah exactly. I mean that's what they're basically telling us I mean uh, tr uh, uh, Trump keeps Putin in his box, right? Right. Doesn't invade anyone. Right. Basically does what we want. Good little puppy. Yeah. Then Biden comes in. He does whatever he wants, invades his neighbor, you know, and the, these idiots are still saying that somehow Republicans or Trump people are colluding with Russia. Now, here's the part that really kind of pisses me off. And we passed a resolution on it at our international summit. 
Joe Biden's trying to put his political opponent in prison, mm-hmm. just like Putin tries to do. Yep. Just like she does. Mm-hmm. Just like all these despots do. Joe Biden is using the same tactics and then goes out into this favorable media landscape we have here, which isn't really media, and spins this yarn about somehow he is the one who's defending our democracy. Yeah. It's a sham. By the way, our attorney general and our White House counsel is coordinating the effort to run the legal defense for Biden Incorporated and coordinating with these prosecutors in New York and Georgia to put Trump in prison. I mean, it's outrageous that this is happening. We have to stand up and stop it. I think Biden's been the best friend of Vladimir Putin could ever have. I mean, not only did Putin invade Ukraine under Biden's watch, but now with this liquid natural gas export ban, Putin's just going to get richer. That's right. I mean, it's crazy, right, Mercedes? That's right. And without having talks, uh, having peace talks, um, and really not being able to make the gains that Ukraine should have been making, uh, it's just, you know, literally the blood of young Ukrainian men that are being slaughtered while we're just throwing billions of dollars into the hands of Ukraine without a strategy without yeah. an end game. Yeah. I mean, this is this is outrageous, and it's why I'm glad Republicans have stood strong against um, just continuously just being a piggy bank for Ukraine. I think for Biden, there is no he has no strategy. He has no strategy on how to deal with Iran. He has no strategy on how to deal with the Russia Ukraine situation. He basically is like telling Netanyahu, "Oh, please, please ceasefire." I mean, come on! It just he does not represent the best. For America, but also in in helping our allies. Yeah, I agree. And I think that what you guys said, uh, you put it best, too, last night at the International Summit when you said peace through strength. Yes. That's what Reagan envisioned. And and bravo for having a Ronald Reagan dinner Friday night. I think it's going to be great. There's so much optimism here. I noticed that. We're going to win. Oh, man. We're going to win. Everybody's going to win. I can't promise Pennsylvania, but we're going to (laughs) win. All right, Match Lap, what if I promise you Pennsylvania? Ooh, okay. I I think you know more than me about what's going on in your state. I, I campaigned in 2020. I was on that Trump bus, I can't even tell you, a thousand times. I felt like I lived in Pennsylvania. Yeah. That was like my second home. And I will. we will do the same. We will campaign for Trump as hard as we can in Pennsylvania. I'm not giving up hope on Pennsylvania. Good. But it means that more uh, Republicans and conservatives need to be part of this fight. And they need to be like, look, talk to your neighbor. Talk to your you know churchgoer and be like, talk to your... You know, parent that your kids go to, you know, soccer games together, you know, and explain, guys, we have a country to save. We're going to lose this to it's not even the Democrats. It is losing it to communism. It is losing it to Marxism. It is losing your ability to basically protect your family. And I think that is such a strong argument. And I mean, I was talking to some of the national security guys. They are saying how that we are so vulnerable to another terrorist attack with the influx of illegal immigrants, some of them from China. I mean, they're coming from over 100 countries. There will be attacks within the United States. It's just a matter of time. 20,000 Chinese nationals, I think, in the last couple of weeks alone yeah. like, snuck in over the southern border. You know, we just don't really know the number. I mean, and how many kids have we lost? How many kids has the Biden administration lost? Mm-hmm. Lost to trafficking, lost to other We are missing 80, 86,000 children that have crossed the border. Yeah, who, why don't we no talk about No idea where they it. are. Yeah. No idea where we are. And CPAC launched its Center for uh, Combating Human Trafficking. Good. We're working with international partners on this issue because it's, and guess who's a big culprit of it. Big tech. I mean, when you have Mark Zuckerberg and all these others that don't put, that don't stop the, all this content coming in of child abuse um, and the sex trafficking, I mean, they have, they're to blame as well. 
I think you guys are doing great work on that front. It's something we have to talk about. I know there's a lot of speakers here on the issue of human yes. trafficking. And as long as we have this border wide open, I mean, it, we don't we have no idea who's coming in. We have no idea also, too, what they're bringing. I mean, Philadelphia, again, Kensington, the fentanyl crisis, we lose, what, an airline plane full of Americans every single day right. in that's this country right. to fentanyl? Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, the whole idea of the border, I think, alone has opened up a lot of people's minds. I think we can win this race, sadly, because it shouldn't be. It's a tragedy on the border alone because it's affecting all those communities along the border. We were in Arizona. All those border communities are being destroyed in Arizona and in Texas. And, of course, they're shipping these and flying these uh, illegal folks all over the country. We don't have any idea who they are. They don't have any papers. They're not vetted. They could be the worst of people. I know they're not all the worst of people, but many of them could be. Yeah. And we, we have our, our cities are so riddled with crime. We talked about Philly. It's sad what's happening in these cities. Like, why would you even send one person into Philly who you don't know? First of all, they're not a citizen. They don't have a right to be here. Right. And you're going to just send them there for a couple of years while they wait for their court date? And then the Republican answer to that is, oh, let's get them a quicker court date? No. Yeah. The Republican answer should be, we're building the wall, and we're going to have people come through a port of entry, and they can only come in legally, and only come in we can, when we can adjudicate them quickly, and we should go back to remain in Mexico. Yeah, there's executive action that should be taken immediately by, the, by President Biden. And what's happening? President Biden saying, I'm considering it. I'm considering it. And, and the crisis continues to explode. He can't consider it because his White House counsel is too busy running around trying to put <laughs> Trump in jail instead of looking at the laws about the border. Yeah, and I mean, when we were in Nogales, Arizona, there are towns that are being controlled by the drug cartels as we speak. They are raping women. On this side are, of the border, not is, just the Mexican exactly. side. Exactly. And is anyone talking about it? No. No. No one's talking no. about it. Well, we are on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD yes. and the Rich Zioli Show. So I want to thank you both for How's coming. How's the show going? The show's going. We're crushing it, Are man. your ratings crushing good? Crushing it. Who's Best. your major competitor? We don't talk about the competitors. We don't talk about Bruno. No. Okay. We don't <laughs> talk about I, I, Come on, I got that's three kids. Funny. Come on, you know. Oh, that's in Kanto. I don't even consider them competition because they're, that's how much we're beating them by. Good, you know what I mean? Great. And we're heard nationally in the You RCF, have a very so. good voice for radio. Well, I appreciate that. And a face. Yeah. And a face and for a it, face, too. Right? You know, I guess so. You know, if you guys, you guys should get me to speak here next year at CPAC. I'm a pretty good speaker, too. I'm just saying. I imagine you, know? you wow. are. Talk about pitching Moderate. right in front of them. Talk I about making them uncomfortable it. right here. It's fine. But I'm glad you came by, Mercedes, because you're a lot more chipper. He's Mr. Doom and Gloom. Like, oh, we're going to lose Pennsylvania. Thank God you stopped by. We like, were both kind of like, like bring us up here. But you know you're what right. I, mean? I believed in Dr. Oz. What are you talking about? I thought I loved him. I thought we were going to win it. It didn't happen. Are you talking about the Wizard of Oz Schlapp or Dr. Oz? Which we one? missed Dr. Oz. He disappeared. He's got to come back. You guys got to go. Mercedes Schlapp, Matt Schlapp, thank you both. Great. Congratulations Thanks on a great CPAC. Us. All right. Thank you so much. All right. We are live at CPAC on Radio Row, and we're coming right back on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the audience. We are live from Radio Row at CPAC 2024. It's great to be with you. We got a lot of great guests coming up. We got a big guest coming up a little bit after six o'clock. Uh, the only hint I'll give you is uh, Veep Steaks. Veep Steaks. The only uh, the only hint I'll give you. But um, we have some uh, other surprises in store for you over the course of the next two days. So that's good, and I'm excited and um, glad you're here. I really am. Truly am. Glad you're here. It's always fun to be at CPAC. It's always fun to bring this to you live. We're also excited, too, because whenever you're at one of these events, you, you never know who you're going to run into, but you also get a lot of inside scoop on things. And, you know, as I've been talking to people and talking to people from the Trump campaign who are here, I mean, they are, they're just feeling 
super optimistic. I mean, everybody is feeling incredibly positive, and that that positivity matters. It really does. It matters a lot because without it, you go into something and then you don't feel um, inspired. You don't feel empowered, and then it becomes very difficult, very difficult to actually turn around and um, you know bring it bring it to victory because you need that that sense of that. Here is. Um, uh, a question that I've gotten, which is, and we talked about this with Greg Price a little bit earlier, the snooping on your devices, digital privacy, how do we deal with that? You know, one of my favorite people is John Stossel. He is a libertarian. He writes for Reason. He used to have a show, on, I think, on Fox News years ago. And he's always bringing stuff to the forefront. John Stossel points out that the government is snooping on your phone. I mean, we get it that all these apps are tracking us, and we understand that, you know, you go on an app and you're kind of taking your life in your own hands, but the government is snooping on your phone. And I don't know if you're aware of that or not, and when the efforts that they can take to, to get your data. We talk about TikTok, we talk about China, but what about our own government of the United States of America and why it matters and why it's problematic? And I've told you before, it's because our weaponized government is constantly looking at you as the potential terrorist, and so that's what we're talking about here. So here's John Stossel. He was sitting down with Naomi Brockwell, a privacy specialist, advising people on how to protect their privacy. Cut number four. Did you know that through the apps on your phone, government spies on us? You shouldn't worry about that, says privacy advocate Naomi Brockwell. When you downloaded this app, you gave the app permission to access your camera. In this previous video, Brockwell told me, I've foolishly given up my privacy to tech companies and the government. You've probably given location permission. You've given microphone permission. In that short video, I didn't have time to include some of her good points. Let me have a look at your phone. I want to see what, what apps you have on your phone. What she saw made her say... If I were you, I would delete almost all of these apps. First of all, because... I like them. I know you like them, but you're taking your phone around with you everywhere you go. It's an intensely personal device that sees where you're going. It sees every person that's in the room with you, every person you've connected with. It has a microphone, a what camera. What should I delete? Right off the bat, Google Chrome. This is a terrible app for privacy. Google Chrome is notorious for just collecting every single thing that they can about you. Chrome is a browser, which means it's kind of like your gateway to the internet. Yeah, I like that. Well, you like having a gateway to the internet, but do you like all of that information being collected and then broadcast to thousands of different companies? Because Google is not really a search engine, the same way that we used to think of it as like, Google, we can search the web. It's an advertising company. So Chrome is collecting every single thing that it can about you. And it is broadcasting that to thousands of people to see like, who wants to bid on the opportunity to, you know, be in front of this man here. Google is auctioning off your eyeballs, essentially, to advertisers. But it's not just advertisers who are collecting this information. There are thousands of shell companies, of shady companies, of data brokers who are also collecting it and in turn selling it. So the run-on effect from using something like Chrome is huge because it means that so many people then get access to your data. I'll delete it. You don't need it. And in addition to that, of course, the government's buying that data. All right, we got a lot more to come live from CPAC. Let's talk about my friends at McCaws and Lock Service. They're proud to once again support Radiothon. As a family-owned business for over 100 years, Tom, Chrissy, and the entire team understand how important it is to support a great cause 
like the Travis Madden Foundation. If you've lost your car keys or your key fob is broken, you've got to call McCall's Unlock Service. They are the experts you need to repair, replace, reprogram original factory remotes, transponder keys, chip keys, and more. In addition to major makes, they can also help you with various BMW, Mercedes, Volkswagen, and Audi vehicles. They can help you while you wait. The best part is they charge up to 50% below what you'd pay at a dealer. They are a full-service locksmith and available for whatever you need. They are dedicated to delivering superior customer service. So call McCall's and Lock Service today at 610-430-1500. Ask to talk to Tom or Chrissy about how they can help you. That's 610-430-1500 or visit them. They're conveniently located on Route 420 in Prospect Park, PA. McCausland Lock Service. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 